0: This is Off The Break Podcast, presented by
1: Silver Screen Insider.
2: Welcome to Off The Break Podcast. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Eric. Hey,
1: hello. Hello,
2: Hello. welcome back, everyone.
1: Welcome back to you.
2: I am back from Michigan. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Yeah, it was beautiful. It was my first time in Michigan. Yeah, Yeah, I've I've never never been. been. And it was awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll Well, get to that cool story. Yeah. Northern Michigan, (laughs) Great Lakes area. Beautiful. Absolutely stunning.
1: Yeah. Uh, To start off, off, I guess, Kyle, you want to give us your deep dive into Annabelle Comes Home?
2: Spoilerific deep dive because (laughs) Annabelle came out on Wednesday and it is now Friday. So everybody should have seen it by now. All
0: those Conjuring fans better have gone to see it. Actually, I don't know if many people know that this is part of the Conjuring universe. Uh, At least that's what I got out of the movie. Uh, My movie going experience anyway, like, seemed based on, like, the crowds that I was with, it seemed like no one would really know that there's any real ties to The Conjuring. Uh, you know, but like, that's just a guess on my part. I actually don't know if that's true. It, it just seemed like it to me. Um, had you
2: seen any of the previous Annabelles before this entry? No. Okay, <laughs> so you I were made sure Annabelle about that in, unaware. Yeah, I made sure in.
0: about that in my review, too. I'm like, I only know about the first Conjuring and the bad experience I had from The Nun because that's not a very good movie. <laughs> so I was hoping... Th- is this better than The Nun? Yes, exactly. And I was okay. hoping for it to be at least better than The Nun, but I knew it probably wasn't going to live up to like how great The Conjuring is. Um, but no, I would say this is actually a good time. This is a good horror movie, uh, just as long as you're not a hardcore horror fan. I think hardcore horror fans won't get the best uh, time out of this movie. I yeah. think this is more aimed towards a general demographic that goes to the right. occasional horror movie just to you know have the scares um with yeah. their friends mm-hmm. and to have the good time because that's the crowd that i was surrounded by in this what? movie and that's why i was able to have a lot of fun from this too is because um annabelle or, or this annabelle anyway um it kind of seemed to lean towards having like a more crazy fun house horror type of uh feel to it um while still trying to be serious with its characters and that part was pulled off well too um I'm, but it's. I mean, it's not gonna. It's not nowhere near like the Conjuring, but it's better than the Nun. So, is the,
2: <laughs> is the Conjuring really scary? I've not yeah. seen any of these. No, the I, Conjuring is like
1: really good. scary. I don't think any of them are that. Because this is kind of what Kyle, Kyle and I were talking about. Yeah. Like, if you've the more horror movies you've seen, there's only so many tricks in the horror movie like right. playbook. So, you know, if you're super familiar, it'll it, like intense and words like that are better fitting just because yeah. i mean scary is other next to comedy like the most subjective thing ever right but it's definitely a very like very intense mm-hmm. movie the mm-hmm. second one's also good i thought yeah i wasn't able to catch
0: the second one um but no that's a good way of saying it there it gets the conjuring is just a very intense
1: yeah type it's of like, oh my god
0: <laughs> yeah it's like here it's to catch my breath
2: <laughs> bloody weird <laughs> no it's not like no
0: that. No, what? Annabelle, or this <laughs> Annabelle anyway. This is more jump scare horror, is and it? and, the, and yeah. to me that's like the most generic type of horror movie. And at least it like played up well to where I wasn't like not having a good time watching it. Because after right. a while, you know, if I guess if I guess if you're if there's no enjoyment from having those type of scares in in the movie, then it's just not going to work. But here it does, and I think it's going to work well for. Uh, general audience
1: members like occasionally see these. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what most people who aren't right. familiar with horror films think of. They you yeah. have jump scares. Um, yeah, exactly. I think
2: it's weird and kind of interesting that this summer that they are releasing horror middle of summer. So we had Child's Play. Yeah. Now <laughs> we have Annabelle and then for the like higher end um, crowds, you have Midsommar. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, you know, I just find it that that genre is becoming elevated mm. and more of a crowd. Pleaser. I guess well, it's like all turn it out. big
1: theater releases are going towards. It's like blockbusters and low budget horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say. Well, um, I
2: guess what, what people watch. I mean,
0: I say for theater owners in like this weird window that we're seeing of like three horror movies coming out at once, yeah. like they'll probably want to lean towards Annabelle Comes Home. I think uh it's just going to get the more mass appeal to it if they want more bang for the buck.
2: I personally, in my bookings, when I was looking at the three of them, I thought midsommar would be like hereditary and pretty like niche upscale yeah. audiences and yeah. probably not general right. and then i thought child's play it came from a f- smaller studio i didn't know if it would have the marketing budget to um shot outshine some of the bigger budget like superhero films at the time mm-hmm. so i banked on warners and and a known uh, like property, yeah. yeah, that makes
0: total sense, and I think theater owners are going to think the same thing too. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from the other two movies, and I especially right. don't want to for *Midsommar* because I ha- haven't seen that one. I'm and it's looking probably done to it. really
2: well. It's just yeah,
0: it's just it's for theater owners or... for that side of things. Like that's probably what they'll want. They'll want *Annabelle*.
2: Yeah. So, um, well, hopefully *Annabelle* then breaks through that a little bit, and we'll see how it does this weekend. Yeah. It. Did pretty well on Thursday nights. I think I have to check their know. box office. <laughs> Pull it up real quick. I think it did. I think it did pretty well on That's opening Thursday or Tuesday. Wednesday. I'm sorry, I meant Wednesday opening. Oh,
0: okay. No, the Tuesday opening is for Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, next
2: week. Next week, Spider Man.
0: Oh, I thought you saw Annabelle on Tuesday. Tuesday night, I did, but it, I mean, you An know, early shows. Uh, Spider Man oh, yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah. early shows on Tuesday. It's just going to be open on Tuesday. Yeah.
1: There's
2: a bunch of
0: weird little release dates
2: here around 4th of July. It's because of the holiday. They're trying to get in. Like, I think Warner's with Annabelle is trying to get a full week in before the holiday. Yeah. Whereas Spider-Man's trying to capitalize on an extended weekend with the 4th of July holiday.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: I think Spider-Man would be perfectly fine being released on Wednesday before 4th of July. But they want to get that extra day in there because technically on fourth of july people don't usually go to the evening shows because of fireworks oh yeah and barbecue so the evening the daytime sh- matinees usually do pretty well but evening shows suffer that makes sense unless it's like terrible weather or super hot people just want to get out from i'm outside. gonna spend my
1: fourth of july pretending i'm in sweden At midsummer, so
0: (laughs) so uh, for Annabelle comes home after Wednesday, it looks like it's made seven million to start with. That's
2: not bad for a midweek opening because audiences just aren't used to going to midweek openings, Mm -mm. so yeah, yeah. I remember talking to
0: my friends that um, I went to go see it and they're like, Wait, how it hasn't it's not like Friday yet, yet." yeah. (laughs) No,
2: we're so conditioned to have Friday openings that when the studios do this, it's very aggravating, yeah. One, because You set your schedules and usually your labor to be heavier on the weekends for the traffic and stuff. And so now you've got these opening midweeks where you're usually light on labor. So that can be tricky on that. And then audiences just aren't used to going except for super, super fans that would know Mm -hmm. about it. So you're just like opening up a screen midweek for. It's
1: like, oh, by the way, this new movie is out now.
2: Yeah. (laughs) For something, and then by the time the Friday comes around when audiences are primed to go, it's already been out a couple of days like it I'm not a big fan of them unless there's like an actual holiday like you come out on Thanksgiving or on Christmas yeah. and it's midweek, then that makes perfect sense to me, but these other kind of trying to capture the full weekends are silly, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: anyways, moving on, um yeah. so Annabelle was not terrible, just good general horror, yeah, it's a fun everybody. time.
0: It's a fun watch.
2: Well, shifting gears here, I uh, went to Michigan last week to visit a client. We um, we booked the, for the Bay Theater in Sutton Bay, Michigan. They shout out, shout out to them. <laughs> <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> um, they have the theater has recently gone from private ownership to community owned. So now it is fully community owned, um, directed by a board, and they are, have been trying to fundraise and stuff for. Keeping the theater alive in this small community. And um, they got wind that Tim Allen lived around their community and they approached him to do a premiere night kind of meet and greet thing and he agreed and he showed up for the <laughs> premiere night of Toy Story mm-hmm. the Thursday early show he could be <laughs> anywhere in the nation for this movie to come out he was in Little Suns Bay Michigan <laughs> doing a meet and greet and he introduced the movie and he stayed and watched the whole movie with his family it was Aww. it was so nice and he it was just nice to have his presence in a community theater um, tickets sold out within like minutes when they put them online oh, I bet. and um and overall, I think it was a good show for the community that like, hey, we're, we really care about this theater and we really want to see it succeed. And we're reaching out to others to see it succeed. And it was awesome. Tim Allen signed a bunch of Buzz Lightyear toys that Disney had uh-huh. sent down. And oh, wow. That's very I, cool. I ended up with one, everybody. I ended <laughs> up with one. Shh, don't tell okay bring
1: any back for us i know
2: (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna put a picture of it on the website be like this is my pride and joy right here (laughs) the the pinnacle of my collection (laughs) he signed his tummy which is even better
1: (laughs) right next to his inner voice
2: yeah. So they're, um, and he also brought off, uh, brought them a raffle item. So it was a menu from one of their last uh, production meals together, and it's signed by the whole cast. And oh, really? So you have Tom Hanks, you have Tim Allen, <laughs> you have Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was, that's awesome. That's going to be auctioned off at the end of the run, and all the proceeds, because they're nonprofit, go back into the theater. So oh, good. no one's making money off that's this. Awesome. Raffle tickets all go back to the theater. Mm-hmm and go back into upgrades for the theater which is great so like you know where the money is going so they would like to purchase the building they like to reseed it they like to expand the concessions but they can't do that without donations now because they're community owned Mm -hmm. so this was just an interesting model i think a lot of small theaters are going in this direction to be community owned Mm -hmm. and this event was just a really good example of what a small community theater capitalizing on assets it had in the community and the willingness of prominent members in the community to help out like what it could do yeah. for an event. So I just was so thankful I got to be a part of that and it was really exciting. Um, I think that, you know, everybody was a first time board member and, and I have never been involved in a event like this before. And so I was learning the processes they were going through with, um, going through this trying to like the
1: process of getting getting tim allen Allen.
2: going through his people finding out what needed to be done going through disney to get it booked correctly and to get like the toy sent and stuff so there was a lot that went into it and some of the little things kind of got overlooked because you get so focused on trying to get talent there and Mm -hmm. get the event set up and confirmed that you don't think about the other logistics and I think one thing that the theater wishes it kind of had done different that everybody should be aware of is um they wish they had held back tickets from online so they had put all the tickets online. Oh yeah. And they can't guarantee who gets those tickets. So you just hope the people in the community got the tickets. Yeah, but the people
1: who were like understand that this is a fundraiser. Right. That, but but know, there was no
2: guarantee of that and um I think it turned out okay, but it could have been way better. And yeah. On the downside, a lot of prominent people in the community that had supported the theater for a long time missed out on the event Aww. because they didn't hold back tickets. So, if anybody's thinking about doing a similar promotional event where you have talent on site, always hold back tickets, people, because mm. that was just that a simple num- mistake a that sim- can bite you. That no one even thought about. They just were so consumed with trying to get the tickets out there to make sure that they had the money and that. Oh, yeah.
1: They probably want a full house for yeah. Tim Allen. They don't want Tim Allen to be right. speaking to like four people.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and you never know with something like that. You just don't know how it's going to happen. So I would say that would be the number one thing, hold back tickets and really think about when you do hold back those tickets, who you're giving those to, like have a plan for those tickets. Mm-hmm. Don't just be like, Oh, hold back. And then if people complain that they didn't get a ticket, be like, Oh, by the way, I have one. No, these are tickets that you want for prominent, members, people that have really supported the theater. And if if you're a community nonprofit looking for donations, donors, donors, people, give the donors (laughs) tickets. Yeah. (laughs) So otherwise the event went off great. Tim Allen was so funny. Mm -hmm. He was such a gentleman on stage, just really down to earth and relaxed. It was, it was an awesome, awesome event. And the movie was so cute. And I, yeah, laughed. I was
1: going to say, it helps that the movie is incredible. Oh
2: my gosh. I <laughs> laughed so hard. I was laughing all, through the whole thing. At all the Buzz Lightyear parts. And I think, and it's not because Tim Allen like, primed me beforehand <laughs> to just like Buzz Lightyear.
1: Oh, buzz is simple buzz.
2: Ah, I just love him, but I love <laughs> simple the buzz. simple buzz. He, the other time I <laughs> He's laughed always so, been so simple. The other time I laughed so hard, like, laughed hard, hard, was during that RV scene where the RV was going crazy because they were underneath undoing <laughs> mm-hmm. the wires.
1: <laughs> those poor, that poor dad. <laughs> that
2: poor dad. And he had to talk to the cops and then it was doing it more with the locks.
1: the oh.
0: <laughs> oh. go dad's going to prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it just weirdly wants him to go to prison.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that movie, that movie healed my soul. <laughs> it yeah. was, it was just, it was such a beautiful, such a beautiful story.
2: It was good, a little Woody centric for me. I would have wanted more Buzz, but <laughs> it that's is, fine.
1: It, it, it was strange seeing
0: it, not strange, I guess, but it was just surprising to see how woody centric this one was as compared to most of the others but i i still was able to like it quite a bit because woody was the character that needed to grow still the most i feel feel yeah i feel like most of the other toys
1: kind of had their big massive existential issues handled Mm -hmm. in the other movies but woody just you know he just cares too much
2: he just needed something more
0: so as much as I liked it. Like uh, it yeah. would have been even more incredible to be able to see Tim Allen. Oh my uh, gosh. Just at least like answer questions. <laughs> and
2: yeah, he
0: it, that would have been awesome. That, that guy's amazing.
2: Is it's the so theater cool. cool?
1: Is it like an old um, theater? It's
2: an older storefront theater. I don't, it has a stage so they can do events okay. at the theater, which is great yeah. now that they're community owned. They mm-hmm. can incorporate events more. I mean, like Tim Allen came out on the stage with the screen behind. It was just, it was <laughs> perfect for stuff like that. It's right. well. awesome. Um, to capitalize on that. And before they had had, um, the day before they had had another event in the theater where a well-known, um, Rocky musician was there signing autographs and had given a talk and stuff. And so, um, the library, the local library had hosted that musician. And so it was oh, for okay. donations for the library. And so, mm. so it's all, it's nice to see the com- ha- community have a, another option for a space for that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially for theaters because theaters are meant for mm-hmm. communities, you know, so that's kind of... They really are. I mean, it's it's kind of a bummer to see a theater kind of have to like go with just being like a community group effort to keep it running because that can be mm-hmm. kind of tough to do. But at the same time, though, it's kind of all brings out the point of why we're going to theaters in the first place is be around, right. you know, good people and a good time in the movie. I
2: like to shout out to the Bay Theater Community Board. They are awesome people, awesome individuals. It really was an individual on the board that reached out to Tim Allen and did the legwork on this. Mm-hmm. And these are people that are, have attained like success in their careers and, and some of them have since retired. And so they have a lot of this depth and knowledge to bring to the table for the theater, which is great. And, um, and they really just had the time and the tenacity to go after this. So mm-hmm. yeah. they, that and really, happened. the they, success of all of that was really to the board and all the volunteers because they are, volunteer based at that theater so no one's getting paid to work the concession stand. yeah and i worked it nice i worked the concessions i tried to go out and get raffle tickets for buzz i think i just made Uh-oh. people uncomfortable though i felt bad they was just like come on and like the buzz i was trying to raffle off he um he talked if you push the buttons oh, on yeah. his chest and so i was like come on look see his tummy tim allen signed this <laughs> click click and People are like it's only a raffle ticket. I'm
1: just here for the movie. Take it away.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I got some people to buy a raffle ticket.
1: What? Yeah, probably just like okay.
2: We could get this weird lady. To leave me what alone. What's she gonna do if I
1: if I refuse?
2: In the toy in my face i
0: could just picture you doing that too like that's i'm like yep that sounds like something cody would do he's trying that's to be fantastic. seductive
2: and enticing all at the same time with enthusiasm
0: <laughs> oh gosh that's so funny um yeah so hopefully if there's other um theaters in this situation that are right feeling like that they're not able to pull off something like that. Like it is possible and it it, it can't go a long way.
2: Yeah. And this is a really small theater. It's just a single screen and a small community, Mm -hmm. but they were able to get something really great. And I I think that communities just and theaters need to look into their community and say, Hey, are there prominent individuals that are willing to support us? And if so, like let's make the effort to reach out to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that effort can be really fruitful. And if not, then at least you were making the effort. I mean, at least you got there, and who knows what opportunities that creates in mm-hmm. of itself. So, big proponent of all this. <laughs> this yeah. is a great example of theaters taking action to support their own theater and their own future. So, no,
1: yeah. that's super good to hear. Yeah, I was really it's glad inspired. you were able
0: to go to that and get yourself a oh butt-signed Buzz Lightyear. Oh, I
2: gotta make, I gotta get own, He's gotta get his own shelf in here. There's <laughs> he's gonna too get many his own glass toys, case. I a glass gold. case.
1: I've had my own Woody and Buzz like my entire life, but they're old and scratched, and there's like <laughs> markers on them. And yeah, my sister covered up my name that I wrote on Woody's boot and wrote her name. So seeing this, <laughs> I so think, now
0: that toy is just confused on who yeah. he owns. So now <laughs> I'm
1: seeing this Buzz right there. I'm I'm probably gonna have to go out and buy myself a new Woody and Buzz. Oh my god! Just to have with me,
0: and we'll squiggle. Uh, Fake, uh, fake Tom Hanks and Tim Allen names on their We there. will it not do like that. Shit. No, 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 no,
2: That ruins the no. actual <laughs> authentic one I have.
1: You do I want mean, I didn't, I didn't see yeah. signatures on their chest in the movie, so. But that is cool.
2: But he does have it's a nice little signature. Action. Yeah, it's like perfectly put on his tummy. Yeah, I <laughs> love it.
1: He didn't like bump into the green up there. No. It's just... Whew, has he, a careful he, hand it's a, it's he must have man. He's must have done
0: that a few he's times he's man who knew what he was doing <laughs> he's like oh, he's like man. the spot on the tummy right there yeah I've
2: signed a buzz toy or two <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, i gotta see it again no well, that's great though that's great you got to see that and you got yeah. to see tim and uh, help out that theater so tim, was really cool. first name basis yeah well <laughs> he and i are tight I mr calling, allen i was calling him mr
2: allen <laughs> I have to tell all the people i'm like look mr allen signed his tummy <laughs> <You> and i'm <laughs> like maybe people don't know who that is If i put it that way mr
0: allen like, by <laughs> and then when the he comes out on the stage you're like
1: oh, oh. tim mr tim allen <laughs> Oh, Everyone's on a first name basis with Tim. Yeah. <laughs> well we really only have two other things to talk about. Um,
2: yeah, it's kind of a weird week because of the awkward openings. Yeah. Um and that we didn't go see an early show of yesterday. I'll see it this weekend though.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Charlie's Angels trailer. We could talk about that one. Right.
2: We were none of us, I think, were excited about a Charlie's Angels movie reboot. Yeah. We're like, why why are they? Well doing I remember this? We, yeah, we
1: heard about it a while ago now, and then when we found out who kind of who was going to be in banks
2: it. is directing it mm-hmm. and i was actually kind of excited for that i was like okay i'm not interested in a reboot of charlie's angels at all but the fact that elizabeth banks is attached yeah, and that she she's a directing great jobs. comedy yeah. director and great with a female cast you know mm-hmm. from her work on pitch perfects mm-hmm. it's like this could be something this yeah. could be something people And i mean it's
1: <laughs> the thing that we always i've always find myself saying is everything's getting rebooted everything's yeah. getting brought back but so it's you kind of jaded when you see trailers, mm-hmm. but if you kind of set that aside, I, I thought that you know there was actually right quite a bit to enjoy in the trailer. They really
2: played up Kristen Stewart's character. A yeah, lot. she's she probably, definitely seems like the main one. Right, probably because she's the only well-known. Yeah, cast she's definitely ever. the biggest name.
1: Well. Naya uh, Scott's getting big. She's though. getting yeah. bigger, and I'm sure Aladdin will help her a lot. But yeah. the other, the, right. I forget the other one's name. She's basically like a newcomer. Yeah, right. she's yeah, she's
0: uh hasn't been in too much stuff for, well not for a while, but she just hasn't been in too much stuff.
2: So was uh, Elizabeth Banks Bosley in it?
0: I, I one of them. It seems yeah. like there's <laughs> gonna be like multiple Bosleys. Because it, It's probably like it's kind of probably going to be like Men in Black, where it's like ex- there's like a lot of different types of roles. I'm
2: Bosley in the US, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it Bosley, might be something I'm like European that. European Bosley,
1: but yeah, no, she's has that super like fashionable jacket. She's like, I'm yeah. Bosley, and, and I'm like, okay, Patrick Stewart,
2: <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart, <laughs>
0: yeah, for like five seconds. He yelled what? feisty in the trailer, and I'm sold. I, feisty. Know. <laughs> I love, yeah, that, what man. else? It's what more do you amazing? need? Um.
1: But yeah, I mean a lot it's, of action. It was yeah, really it's, good. It's... Action looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. It's yeah, I mean there's not a whole lot there story wise, but right. it just tells you what you need to know. It's Charlie's Angels. They seem to have good good chemistry. Mm-hmm. There's a couple Bosleys. Patrick Stewart says feisty. Yeah. It's definitely not like the two thousands Charlie's Angels.
2: No, but I think, definitely not go. I think definitely is, not looking like that. I'm getting excited for it. I hope I'm not being manipulated by the trailer, but I think that's I,
1: never happened before. I think you'll be
2: fine. I think you'll be
0: fine. Okay. As we drip with sarcasm. Yeah.
2: So, I'm no. so yeah, check that trailer out cuz I think that one could be a low rumble and be actually be something pretty good down May the road. It, I'm hoping so. It always so. seems to
1: come down to just if, you know, the quality has to be there cuz it's it, who's to say if audiences will turn up for a charlie's angels reboot or not you know we couldn't really tell for men in black and we all saw how that turned out but the movie itself was not very good we should
2: have been warned ahead of time we should have heated the red flag warning when 15 year olds didn't know what men in black was (laughs) we should maybe go ask her this Do you know time, what Charlie's Angels is, yeah. Do you have an idea what Charlie's Angels is? <laughs> if she says no, we might have <laughs> yeah, another I don't issue. Think she, I don't think she's gonna know <laughs> what she's Charlie's gonna be Angels our gauge is. now.
1: So, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, it doesn't turn out like Men in Black International. But no. if the quality is there, I feel like people will show up. Yes, uh, yeah. It, I think this trailer is gonna
0: surprise some people. Um, I don't know if it's still gonna have that strong payoff in the long run right. as we get closer to the release but at least to start off with like this was a good way of people being like oh charlie's angels that's a weird reboot idea but with kristen stewart and um elizabeth banks i don't know this maybe and maybe yeah. the action and like i said the action looked good the chemistry seems like it's all there so right. maybe it'll be a surprise we'll just have to wait and see but good like, trail to start i feel showing. like men
2: in black mar- marketed its actors more than the the film like the like tone just, tone of yeah. the story whereas charlie's angels while it did kind of focus on kristen stewart it focused on action and yeah. humor and i think that that may be no that's a good point if, they, if I, they stick with that strategy i think that when i help. think back
1: to the men in black trailer at least the first one it, tessa thompson's character almost had like a spotlight and it was all about yeah. her and then chris hemsworth character what's his name agent k or agent m h Oh, H. Oh. One of a letter. We'll call him <laughs> Agent Letter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, call was, Agent H for Hemsworth. Yeah, the trailer's just kind of like zero in on this character, zero in on this, and yeah. then have those quick, random, nonsensical edits of some action, I guess. And this was just kind of the whole scope like, of it from the beginning. We have big
2: guns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I need to go see a space gun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but anyway, no, this trailer like, is better. Looks better then yeah. men in black international yeah i don't know why um, we're comparing it to that probably because that's the most recent reboot
2: yeah well i'm gonna skip ahead skip over one of our topics real quick because i think this is a perfect time to bring up that paul rudd just joined ghostbusters 2020
1: which is yeah apparently he, called ghostbusters 2020 now yeah, too the, uh, <laughs> did t- paul rudd release the title of the movie do we know that that's no, what it was it, called beforehand
0: um the his video is up on uh silver screen insiders facebook as well as our uh website uh silver screen and um it's him in front of the ghostbusters headquarters and he's like guys i'm joint i'm gonna be working with jason reitman and making <laughs> ghostbusters 2020 and i'm sliming right now i'm sliming all over <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny it's Gross. an awesome video um <laughs> uh, but yeah he, he that's kept perfect. calling it ghostbusters 2020 and people are starting to run with or sites anyway are saying like i guess it's ghostbusters 2020 yeah. but okay I, I, I don't
1: know if it's I mean, it definitely makes it clear title. that it's right. not Ghostbusters, which was then slightly renamed to Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Because Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I had no idea. You know, they, it's kind of like when uh, Edge of Tomorrow was subtly renamed Live, Die, Repeat when it was like released on oh, home yeah. media.
0: They were having, yeah, their
1: name changes were weird. Yeah, so yeah, Ghostbusters 2016, the all-female one, is technically now yeah. Ghostbusters Answer the Call. And huh. well, it's being right.
2: completely ignored for this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like eh. oh it's yeah, like we yeah, learned they're our they're... lesson, guys. We're just. I don't think that they should completely throw it away because I like. I don't I think you have to acknowledge. Kate McKinnon's it. character and that so much, but and Chris Hemsworth. I
1: just thought she was so weird. I loved. But the not weird, in like a though. funny way. It was like.
2: I just I I Ugh. I loved it. I loved the weird. I didn't like anybody else. I liked her weirdness. She was smart weird, and I, I liked wanted that. to
1: think that she was the. Def- best of the, like the main Ghostbusters but I honestly feel like she was just like on drugs while they were improv, imp- like improvising that movie <laughs> like I don't know well as
0: much fun as this is I'd rather yeah. talk about Paul Rudd yes Paul Rudd <laughs> is a great addition Paul no, Rudd is I, just I'm so great happy. in everything exactly yeah. yeah he's great in everything like he's such a he always brings like a certain I don't know, like really nice energy. It's in a best nice pretty much. Yeah, I think it's nice
1: guy enthusiasm. It, it's oh yeah, and he's never
2: yeah. like dour. He's never down. It's always enthusiastic and good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can just see him fitting right in.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no saying like what his role is. I mean, there's right. rumblings that he's just gonna play a teacher, probably to um, the young kids, who are I imagine are gonna be the new Ghostbusters. Um. So it, there's not much to say about it, other than that he's going to be in it. So Alongside at least there's Weaver. a little bit more enthusiasm because of Paul Rudd
2: Sigourney Weaver.
0: Mm-hmm. That's nice. is that confirmed? I've heard. It's I think Sigourney Weaver is. I'm pretty sure is confirmed. I think for sure we can agree that Dan Aykroyd is going to force himself to be in it. Somehow. Well, he forced
2: himself to be in the other one. So <laughs>
0: I mean, so that Bill Murray reboot. Well, but they had to make yeah, Bill Murray. S- they had to give him those some are cash, so I'm sure. Painful to watch. Dan Aykroyd is like loves the Ghostbusters franchise. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I think he's like a producer now on this one too. So uh, you know for sure like he's actually he's probably gonna be in it. Yeah. Uh, but Paul Rudd, yeah, he's gonna, happy. He's in good it. news for the day, Paul Rudd. You're gonna be seeing more of him, which I am always uh, which I am always okay for. Give us more Paul Rudd.
2: Yes, <laughs> I agree. And this, hopefully, they'll do a good job with this reboot because they learned that you can't just—I don't know—you have to have some passion, some for it. I think I don't want to bash on Paul Feige mm-hmm. and Feig. 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 Okay, it's spelled. Well, I was the thinking same. of Kevin Feig. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's spelled the same way. People. No, I mean
1: I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't like bashing on it just to bash on it. Right. But that movie really is not good.
2: No. <laughs> It's fine.
1: It's not I fine. feel
2: like they lost what <laughs> Ghostbusters was supposed to be about to try to make a female comedy.
1: Well, they just put these actresses in yeah. front of the camera because they're all funny actresses in their own work, mm-hmm. but right. you can't just put funny people in there and just have them improv I have and little, make a movie.
0: Oh, I have yeah. a little more faith just because this director is um, the son of the Ghostbusters director. and i oh, think I'm sure he, yeah, he grew up with it. Yeah, it's, exactly. So I think he found a way to be able to tell a new Ghostbusters story that was still... Stay true to what uh, Ghostbusters fans, and they're very passionate fan base, actually. I found this out recently. Um, But the really passionate fan base, and maybe other people, too, who just want to see a cool-looking Ghostbusters movie. I think he'll find a way to make that all come to light.
2: Yeah. Well, Last uh... item on the agenda, which is more of an industry item that I think we have a little time for, is um the directors guild of America has banned day and date films well
1: they banned them from being eligible for their top prize so but
2: right i think it's a it's a baby step well, it's
1: what, a baby step what but does it, that mean exactly in case if people
0: aren't sure so, right. yeah
1: I guess good point day and date is basically like when a streaming service releases their movie in theaters but also drops it on their streaming, streaming service the, the same, same day
0: time. so yeah. the Dj the directors Guild of America they're making sure that that's not allowed
1: yeah uh, for their top prize and for like the okay and they even renamed the top prize now it's i think it's outstanding outstanding direct directing effort on a theatrical film or something and it used to just be outstanding director effort on a feature film but i don't know it's it's yeah it's a baby step but i I mean like technique last year they gave roma their top prize and You know, it's uh, they obviously don't it's Roma wasn't day and date, but right.
2: I, I feel like it's a micro baby step. So well, how
1: many movies are day and date still like big award season movies? Not um, many yet. I don't think they are.
2: No. Cause you have to have at least a one week theatrical run. Yeah. So, so I,
1: what is this really doing? It's just making an official rule. I think it's, that used to not it's be official. just a technically a thing. I, yeah. I saw it more as just like a symbolic kind of, we stand with theaters. Right. When in reality, they're just like,
0: it doesn't really help theaters out anyway. No, it doesn't really do anything. I mean, it, it, these awards show these award shows still never really acknowledge the theater side of things, which understandable. It's it's a, a show about the arts. It's to promote like the art of the industry, um, but still, it's not really helping um, boost the morale of theaters or right. anything like that. It's, it's not convincing people that yeah. hey, you should go see these in
1: theater. like the Irishman, the upcoming Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. Is- Probably most likely going to be a huge awards season contender. Yeah, um, for sure. That's a Netflix movie that's going to do the, probably the Roma release strategy. Maybe
2: all this did was obviously be symbolic, but maybe it on the you never know on the back end how much how many entries they were getting and inundated and that sort of thing. Maybe this cleaned up their process a little bit on the back end without excluding all those major directors that are now working with streaming sites yeah that's a good point it, but it also and even though it's a micro baby step it also gives us a floor it gave us a line to start mo- drawing you know in the sand that says hey no dan dates then maybe the next step will be like hey no less than two week theatrical runs or maybe we can grow from yeah, here. maybe At, once you get ex- accepting the first level then you can, I think, you can grow to more restrictive things. When I
1: think, I'm trying to think of an an actual day and date movie that was a big awards season contender. Was Beasts of No Nation day and date? Actually, no. I think. Well, wait. No, I never had. It was like 2014. Run. Now, I think. Yeah, but it was a couple years. Because that was, at, I think, at Con. I remember the movie Oakja also. That was a Netflix movie from a acclaimed Korean director. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was day and date because that was when like people were booing the Netflix logo at Cannes Film Festival, like right when the movie was starting. But since then, I just, I know it's, it's nice. It's a tiny little baby step, but I, when was the last time a day and date film was even a thing that theaters had to consider?
2: I can think maybe the only time it could come up in the future is a documentary like, some yeah. sort of documentary might go day and date, and then...
1: But then it would still be eligible in this, because this is only right. for the top prize. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think uh, other
0: awards guilds are going to be uh, making this role now, now that they see that,
1: that Directors Guild finally made the push to do it? I think they'll probably do their own sort of symbolic thing where just in the grand scheme of things, you could, they can technically say that they support... The Mm -hmm. traditional theatrical model. Okay. But whether or not they're going to do something serious to ensure that, I I don't think so. Mm -hmm.
2: And I I think it's going to be a generational issue as well. I don't see younger creatives having the day-and-day issue as older people because I think there's a lot of older creatives that got into the industry to Mm -hmm. make movies for theaters. I think there's a lot of younger kids to get into the industry to tell their stories and they're so com- comfortable with technology. It doesn't matter mm, how yeah. they do that.
0: That's a good point as a lot of these <clears throat> awards guilds are going to be pushing for younger committees instead of having older ones. Cause that's a large yeah. complaint for a while these of past the couple of years. Awards. That is something yeah. that's going to happen too, is that that effect is going to cause um, more people to be drawn towards um, having a lot of these uh, movies that are on streaming still be considered, which is fine. But at the same time, we'd still would like theatrical pushes for them as well.
2: Right. So we'll just have to see how that goes. Yeah, um, I think there's still culturally us trying to figure out is a streaming movie more like TV or is it more like movies? Like what, what makes it It's own thing and what makes it different. I think we're still wrestling with those questions. Oh, yeah. We talk about it all the time.
1: I still think that eventually people are just going to be like, why do we have to choose between those two? They're just streaming, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: But I think there's an... uh, And I'll always argue that there's enough difference. It's about the... the How you experience in the transaction of consuming. The way you experience
1: it it is, I feel like, objectively more like television. Yep. But the way you create it, the artistic... Process behind it, writing the stories, you know, all, oh, all things the things involved in the production. That's absolutely a movie. Yeah. yeah. So.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I think it's all the same. It's, well said. it's the end result on the consumer side. Mm-hmm. The the only difference to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The debate rage is on.
2: Yes. Well,
0: <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful for this. So
2: this weekend, we've got Yesterday. Yep. We've got Annabelle and. Mm-hmm. Get ready, guys! Next Tuesday we've got Midsummer. Spider-Man. Oh. <laughs> <Midsummer>.
0: <laughs> Just kidding! I'm way more excited for Midsummer. <laughs> yeah, mids yeah Midsummer too for me as well. But I'm for sure going to be seeing Spider-Man opening day. Hopefully, I'll have a yeah. nice review written up by Wednesday, so that way yes. um, you guys can the official end
1: to Phase Three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, even though or the... yeah Phase end, Three, yeah. End Game you would think is the end right. but apparently nope. there's Vikey says there's
0: big reasons for it and by the sounds of initial reviews already there's some big stuff that's about to happen in it so i'm pretty excited i can't wait to see I hope that, that one that there are bigger twists than mysterio is actually bad i don't know a, a lot of people are coming up being like there's some good twists well the first happening. one had that
1: amazing little twist with michael true being yeah dad, but the
0: so. people are like getting
1: being more bad, excited than even ho- being her dad who's dad Oh yeah, you never finished it. I didn't oh, finish that's, well, it. It's like an She's amazing. Well, it. his Peter's like main love interest.
2: Oh, the other girl, not MJ. Not MJ. Yeah, the other girl. Uh,
1: what's her name in the movie? Liz. 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 How do I remember? Yeah, he like that, goes to pick her up and take her to prom, and Michael Keaton career. opens the door. <laughs> and it's like, oh. Whoa! And then there's like an amazingly uncomfortable scene where yeah. he's driving them to. <laughs> prom. Yeah.
0: But in this one, they're saying there's gonna be some big twists, and just about every review I've seen has people being like, "You gotta." We'll, you'll we'll be you'll see. like it. Yeah. I trust me, there's so I would I would be on the same page as you too. I'd be like, really? But everyone is saying that.
2: Nick Fury dies. Well everyone official well, are end. wrong.
0: The official That's the close out phase three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> close out Nick Fury. Goodbye. Okay. Well, we'll See you next week. Yeah, oh. I'll let you. I'll let you guys know uh, in my review right. if if that's true.
2: We won't be podcasting next week because it will be July fifth, and we will not be here. No. <laughs> fourth of July. We are taking extended weekend for the Fourth of July.
0: Well deserved. Well, nice. Nice. well deserved. <laughs>
2: nice. Yeah, but we'll be back the week after that. Yeah, so.
1: will we'll, we'll, all our thoughts on Spider Man, on Midsummer, on it's whatever else is coming. Thursday out. Trailers. early <laughs>
2: shows for what's coming out. Next week, Stuber and, uh, and, oh, yeah. and or crawl.
1: S- oh yeah, I'll be seeing crawl.
2: I might see. I want to see Stuber so bad, so I might go to that early show.
1: I'll flip a <laughs> coin. I don't know which one I'm
0: going to see yet, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll figure that out later. It's all not right. a okay. deal.
2: Well, have a great weekend, everyone. Have a great Fourth of July. because we won't hear from. We you won't hear from us. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Happy early Independence
1: Day. Go see Yay! Toy Story four. Go see all the movies. feel your soul. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> your soul.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.